This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. It is 11 minutes past eight on the free breakfast this morning. Joining me on the line is Jay Baker. Jay is the producer, uh, one of the producers of a brand new show that's just had its world premiere here in Hamilton. Um, Morena, Jay. Good morning. How's it going? Really well, thanks. And thanks for joining us. So we're talking about the Sherpa and the Beekeeper Summit on Everest. Um, tell us a little bit about how you got involved in this production and um, and then we can talk about the show itself. Um. So we know Matt Cambick, the director, so me and my wife are the um, co-production managers, um, and he um, invited us over for lunch one day, and we innocently went along thinking we were having lunch, and he said, <laughs> well, while I've got you here, yeah. uh, what, would, what would you think about uh, helping produce this play I'm writing? So so we, um, yeah, that's how we got involved. Um, we, we said yes, not really knowing what is involved, and uh, here we are many months later. <laughs> that's so good though, but isn't that the way that the arts works and that's one of the things I love about Hamilton is that people do know each other or even if they don't know each other, people are like oh yeah, we'll have a hoon. I've never yeah, been a producer exactly. before, but I'll have a go. Yeah, yeah, and you work it out as you go along. Um, yeah, well, you've so done a, yeah, you've done a great job. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so, I think it's turned out pretty well. I'm, I'm happy. Yeah, so the play itself, so obviously it's quite a big undertaking, but for, uh, for there's been a little bit of publicity about it, so people can find a few articles about it, uh, but it, it opened Wednesday night, so you've, had, yes. you've got two nights under your belt. How's it been going? It went really well. We were really pleased. Um, we managed to sell out opening night, which was fantastic. It was a real buzz, um, and the crowd really seemed to like it. Um, no one fell off the mountain, so that was a bonus. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it, it went really well, so we're we're very happy. And I mean, there is a mountain. There is, I mean, that's great. Yeah, it was I was there on opening night, and it was a big crowd, and uh, and I think people really enjoyed it. And there is a big mountain there, so that the, the centre of the stage is dominated by this very large sculpture or platform of a mountain. Tell us a bit about that process, getting that made, because it's yeah. it's impressive. It, it, it came out well. <laughs> it was a mission to get built, let me tell you that. Um, so, yeah, it's basically we've staged the whole thing on a, on a summit, on a, on a replica of the summit of Mount Everest. Um, so, first of all, we got the platform built, which is basically um, layers of plywood and wood, and our, our set builder, James Brunskill, built that for us. Um, and then we... So that was built at um, the Wintec place in town. They kind of let us use their facility. Then it was transported out to Raglan where um, Matt, the director, um, carved all of those, the, the snow effects out of polystyrene um, with a hot wire. And that took many, many, many hours. Wow. <laughs> and then it's all been strengthened and there's all sorts of chemicals involved to um, to harden up that polystyrene and then, and it's got, um, um, you know, so it looks really impressive. And, and um, there's a disclaimer here, which was that I wrote a review on the Wednesday night. But and one of the things I said, and but I'm not involved in the production at all. So this is sort of the first time you and I have talked about it in, in my role here at Free FM, mm. but um, which we can do because the review's out. But uh, one of the things that I really noticed when I walked into the theatre and I've, I just felt that sense of space and slight unworldly 
kind of airiness of um, you did really feel a bit like you were sitting at the top of the world with the way that the set with the big cyclorama with the uh, the, sp- the blue sky and the mountain ranges below the peak that's been built so you know it really does feel quite striking when audience enter the into the space which is such a i think a success for you all that's great that's fantastic to hear because that's one of those things here we were aiming for but you never quite know until you get it into the final space how it's all gonna hit people yeah so that's really great and people will feel that they know quite a lot of the story. I certainly went along, you know, Dad Dad was a big fan of Ed Hillary, and I went along, you know, thinking I knew a little bit, but I learned so much over the course of... it's The show's only about an hour, isn't it? it um, yeah. I learned a huge amount over the course of the show. Can you tell us a bit about Matt Cambick and, and, and why he chose to write about this? Um, he's been a, a long-time fan of the story um, very deeply. He's researched it very deeply. He's read more books than I can remember. Um, he's he's followed it for a long period of time and he, so he's wanted to write about this for quite a while because the story that everyone knows is kind of a surface level okay, they got to the top and that's, that's kind of where most people's understanding of the story ends. So what he really wanted to explore and, and bring to the stage was all of the stuff that happened afterwards, so the impact of fame on the climbers and uh, the different sort of countries' nationalistic attempts to take the glory for their country because um, was, there was obviously Britain claimed it and New Zealand was involved in Nepal and India and there was all these different things going on around it and the impact on the two climbers themselves lasted for the rest of their lives. So that's, the, that's what he really wanted to explore with the story and that's the side that a lot of people don't know. Yeah, and I mean, it, and it's quite. Um, he doesn't shy away from being complex in his thinking, Matt. Does he? Um, in terms no, of no, he really the dialogue, doesn't. you know, the characters are exploring, as you say, the kind of the socio-political context of the time, and a really interesting sort of exploration about colonialism from the, particularly from the perspective of, of um, Tenzing and and those those conversations between the two men. They were they were really powerful. Mm. Yeah, I think that came through really well um, because there, there is that exploration of that because of the, the perspective that um, the British at the time had of of the Sherpa and then that kind of gets flipped and you get to see more of the Sherpa side of the story and how they view it as the show goes on and you kind of have this kind of aha moment of, oh, wow, that's yeah, a completely different view of it. Yeah. Well, that's right, yeah, because we often do have that mindset or the Sherpa are there in, in, a, in, in a role as assistants, you know, but in fact, mm. you know, it's a partnership. Uh, so that was really cool that came through. The other thing um, I wanted to ask about was um, just, you know, tickets and, and how many shows you've got and when people can get along to see it. Great. Well, we've got um, two more evening shows. So we've got tonight and uh, Saturday night, and we've got the final show which is a matinee on Sunday at 2 so the evening shows are at 7.30pm there's plenty of tickets available for tonight and tomorrow Um, if you do want to get along to the matinee on Sunday um, get in very quickly because the tickets are close to selling out but there's um, we'd love to see you there yeah well look one of the things I would say is that you know if you um, 
you know, are concerned if you'd rather go to a, a day performance, but but you, you might miss out on that. The evening performance, it's reasonably short, you know, so it, it starts at 7.30, you know, I was home pretty early, it's not a big late night, and it is a really interesting show, and I think that it's got, it, as well as the historical things that many of us will know about, it's got all of this other um, work in it, and it's got these two wonderful actors who... Uh, we haven't really seen on the stage before in Hamilton, so can you tell us a little bit no. about um, Cameron Smith and uh, Jericho Nicodemus? Well, we were very fortunate to find them. Um, one, one of the big concerns right at the start of this process was how are we going to find actors who can portray these two such iconic characters that everyone knows and everyone's going to recognise. So so when we, when we had these guys turn up to auditions, we were just like, oh my gosh, yes, this is amazing. Um, and they have really got into inhabiting the characters. It's been it's been fantastic to watch that that process, and they've just really brought them to life. Um, so Jericho is from Auckland, um, and Cameron is from up towards Thames. Um, so they're both from out of town. They've been driving in several times a week for rehearsals for the last several months. Um, They've just been really great to work with all around and they've, they've put on really strong performances. Yeah, I, I completely agree. The performances were very strong and the rapport between the two men because, of, you know, it wasn't they weren't sort of best buddies when they took off to, to do the summit. They were they were put into a team, weren't they? And, yeah. and obviously, but their lives became forever um, um, connected and um, and that is part of what is also explored. The, the surprise for me was the um, the kind of the effervescence of Tenzing, and that was really cool, you know, to, to see yeah. the, the real contrast in personalities and, and styles between the two. But they were, um, I think it was particularly well cast, so congrats to the team for that and, and to the performers for their work. Mm, yeah, they've been really good. So in terms of um, this show, it was developed as part of Boil Up, what I mean, I thought, and I, I read another review, uh, Ross McLeod's review, and I think we both came to the conclusion that the play would have a lot of appeal, you know, for a much wider audience than just here in Hamilton. Have you have you even dared to think about what what you might do with it? And I'm I guess the logistics would be how to get that mountain round. Right. <laughs> yes, I know that. <laughs> you, that's my that's my immediate thought is, oh no, I have to move that thing again. Um, but no, this has absolutely been in discussion for a while. Um, that was one of Matt's early ideas: is that this could actually be a good touring show. Um, because from from one perspective, it, it's kind of easy because there's two actors, so you don't you're not taking thirty or forty people around with you. Um, you're taking two actors in a mountain. Um, obviously, from my point of view, moving that mountain is hard work, but it's doable. And so that's definitely something that's on the cards. We've, we've been having lots of discussions about that. Well, I think um, I think it is it is the sort of show that that could go. And I mean, the, the great thing about showcasing it here is, is you know, you've you've got heaps of positive feedback. You've had a few critical suggestions, and and mm. you know, there's things that you can always. That's the beauty of doing the debut is you can go back, rework a few things if if you feel you need to, and then um, get it out there. But I do think um, there would be uh, audiences for it all around New Zealand because it, it is uh, such a universal. Uh, subject and such a big part of our history as well as lots of others <laughs> yeah exactly yeah it's just such an it is such an iconic moment and it's, it's great to see it come to life yeah oh well look uh, congratulations on the show and all the best for the rest of the season so tickets people can go to uh themeteor.co.nz and i think you've got a facebook page too haven't you we do it's the 
super and the beekeeper. Okay, so just look that up. You'll be able to see a little bit of information there. Uh, so congrats to Matt Cambick, the writer of that, to the cast. And um, thanks, Jay, for joining us on The Free Breakfast. No problem. Thanks for having me. For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.